0: Oh my gosh. Ladies, here we are, Homemaker Chic Podcast. What's up? I am the host, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead, not the host, one of the hosts, joined by Angela Breed of Parisian Farm Girl. And we are just, we're in here today, ladies, rescuing the art of homemaking, maybe. Maybe. Some days there's more rescuing and some days there's more grinding. Am I right? Uh, Somebody needs to rescue me today. Hey, why don't we do
1: that thing where we clap really quick? Let's show them how we do it. One, two, three, clap. That helps our video girl. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Happy
0: Thursday. No. Oh, yes. It's Thursday. Oh, my gosh. Okay. No, we're hanging on, ladies. We're here. We're here with you. uh, Wherever you're at in your homemaking journey, whether you're new to this, whether this is uh, you know, <laughs> whether it's old hat, I was gonna say hat. that, and then I wasn't gonna Well, you already sure said wherever right. you're at,
1: so that was great grammar. So you could just finish it off with some outdated expression
0: like old hat. Just be, oh, just come in swinging oh, today. Uh, Angela and I both basically slid into first base to make it here for recording. Yeah. I'm so- dusting off. <laughs> Wiping the brow off our sweat here, um, <laughs> Wiping the brow off our sweat. Oh my gosh! You know <laughs> you, what? I, mean? I listened to the episode the other day. Like
1: we're doing that more and more. We're just like completely taking our sentences and going. Womp. Hey, that verb can go over there, and that noun can go here. <laughs> and it's why pretty, I just think it's uh, you know we're always no matter what just a there's a little bit of nervousness and then. And then you're trying to do a good job and you're trying to be real at the same time. And yeah.
0: Yeah. And you're also just trying to think like, don't say something stupid. Don't say something stupid. Right. That's really the only ticker going on in my brain. Just don't, don't. How's that working out for you? Not so good. (laughs) It's not going so well. Oh, speaking of stupid, apparently
1: I can't spell. Well, I can't spell out loud. Because apparently I, are you spelled, talking about Juan? I spelled Juan like an idiot the other day. Friends, I know how to spell that name. Okay,
0: <laughs> you try getting a mic and doing something live. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's tough, man. It's tough, and I always, I always love the emails that we get that are like, "Hey, don't, don't hold back, don't self censor." I'm like, I know, eh, yeah, I don't kind of feel like prob- a, probably you know, you will. Proverbs is kind of like man. Maybe just shut your mouth. Maybe just hold back a little bit. <laughs> it's a battle. Oh my goodness! Microphone, Holy Spirit. Which you is know, it's like those Donald wins? Duck. You know, Junior. <laughs> he
1: always comes in while we're recording. Can I watch Donald Duck? It's like mm-hmm. where they always have like the good. Yep. the good Donald on one shoulder and the demon Donald on the other. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm.
0: basically. Basically, so here we are. Um, what what got your feathers all in a kerfuffle? There you go. Kerf- kerfuffle. <laughs> I was
1: talking to Joel <laughs> last night, and I actually said the word clamped. Like, what is this, like a serenite live skit? <sighs> I was really emotional, and my throat was getting all tight, and I was just channeling my inner Linda with fingernails, and I was like, I'm feeling verklempt. <laughs> I said it i'm like did i say that would you like to know how to spell juan and-
0: <laughs> that reminds me of that <laughs> text joel sent you and he said jalapeno and you're like do you mean hell if I know? <laughs> that was the best
1: i'm gonna just like talk about paranoia i just keep checking my mic making sure the back Oh, word is facing you uh, that is now a family expression instead yeah. of saying jalapeno or or a jalapeno, <laughs> that was best that could have showed up on one of those funny text message things oh yeah those are funny those
0: are so wow. funny wow yeah they're so funny I, we need funny you guys oh my word Shay we need uh, funny so bad okay so well tell me what you were doing before we were recording they got your panties in a wad there got that one Hello. <laughs> um, I was I have been trying to film a YouTube video by myself
1: oh, this that's... afternoon and I commenced the day with Joel got a really bad night's sleep and I woke him up. I'm like, sorry, I need you to run the camera. We're going to the beach. So I am um, hopefully filming what I think is going to be very pretty, but it required an early morning trip to the beach. Well, we picked this really secluded beach that's uh, very beautiful. It's actually the cover shot of the Old World Design Society magazine. Mm-hmm. That's that pebble beach. It's up here a couple miles away. And I'm thinking it's like not very many people know about it. We're up early enough to do it. Who, who shows up? A parasailor oh, yeah. and sure. a pontoon sure. right in the bay. Like, I'm like, is my skirt blocking the pontoon? And then it was. It must have been on like a 50-foot anchor because it was drifting, so we kept scooching down the beach. And then we filmed the perfect shot, and Joel, bless his heart, is just not a director. I watched the clip. I'm like, the boat's right there. Like, <laughs> the boat's in the clip. I, it's like this pristine bay that looks like the Caribbean, and you didn't see like the pontoon <laughs> in the corner.
0: Oh my then my gosh. battery
1: died. So then we had to come all the way back home cuz I'm a professional YouTuber and I carry one battery half charged.
0: <laughs> Who you're needs welcome. anything
1: else? Who needs anything else? So we did that. Fed the kids, you know, did some housework, some homemaking, God forbid. And then uh then I tried to film myself. So you're like setting up the camera, running into the garden, clipping, yep. running back, checking the clip, like back and forth and back and forth. And then we moved into the kitchen and Joel helped me. But I don't. you can't tell. It just keeps getting darker and darker and darker. So I didn't realize that because I'm in front of the camera and can't think of all the technical things. And we get done. I'm like, that clip is way darker than when we started. Guess we're done. <laughs> like, guess we're calling it. Sorry. We could do a YouTube episode. Oh, that my gosh. I don't think people want to know. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bitch about it. It was an exhausting day. I just like, I like those one and done videos where you're precise and you're on point. Today, it was like I had never done it before.
0: Yeah. They're hard. They're hard to do. That's what I I always wish to say to people and not in any kind of snarky way, but people who are like, you need to show us this shot or this shot or this shot. I just want to be like, you could like go make one. Like this is literally me doing my best. Yeah. I'm not a production company. I'm not a director or a producer. I'm just a mom. Who's making these videos right? <laughs> with a camera? Like, it's- like I filmed a whole thing
1: today and like I had the lapel mic on, but not the other one. Not the sure. receiver. Genius. <laughs> yeah. Oh, some days. That's why Joel just poured me a nice cold glass of champagne. And it's like 4,000 degrees in my office. <laughs> so if I keep going like this, patrons, it's because like I'm sweating. She's a little sweaty on the brow. So, yes, if you would like to see this, uh, (laughs) here's a word, rigmarole. If you would like to see this rigmarole, we should just try to do that the whole episode. Then you should join us over at Patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast like hundreds of you have. We love you. Thank you so much. It supports the show. And the bonus perk is there's two levels. You can join on either level. But the fangirl level, every quarter you get to hang out with us and we all pour a glass of wine or something refreshing mm-hmm. and we have a riot on a zoom call it's very fun and you can watch video versions of the show so listen on monday watch a few days later listen on thursday watch a few days later see the red lipstick see the no denim jumpers see the sweat mustaches
0: And you know uh, the the patron, patron four times videos the are kind of a bummer because i used to sneak food while we were recording do you remember this before oh, we started, oh, I used to be like I would be like eating in my pajamas, and- <laughs> crotchety,
1: no makeup. Yeah. like, eating Then the my first time I thought, eggs. Oh. yeah,
0: right, you'd- yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you did you'd always have oatmeal or scrambled eggs yeah. off to the side? Yeah. And now I feel like actually I'm starving right now, which is yeah. what made me think about it. <sighs> I would. Now everybody I would- can see
1: that I can't sit still. I'm always like
0: <laughs> moving around, and <laughs> yeah. Uh what joy for you, patrons. What joy <laughs> for you. Let's cue the wine music. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going to take a quick nap while the music plays. And ladies, you go grab a glass, won't you? Quick little cat nap. Pour a glass, tea, coffee, Pellegrino, or a glass of Dry Farm Wines. This is the wine that we stock our chic wine cabinets with. Because these are clean, no sugar, no added yeast, bubbly. Ooh, you've got some bubbles there, Miss Angela. Sweat mustache equals (laughs) bubbles. Clean wines that won't undo all that hard work you put into your diet and your exercise and you're sleeping well and you're taking care of yourself. Doesn't undo it. And I did clarify this over on my Instagram yesterday. We're not talking about O'Doul's when we're talking about the alcohol percentage. Fray, that, that People like... are worried about it. They're like, but I like the alcohol in my wine. I don't <laughs> want low alcohol wine. We're talking about the difference between like 12.5% and 14%. So it's a really small difference, but you'll notice when you drink it that you just yes. don't feel bad.
1: <laughs> well, yeah if you need to loosen up a little bit like let's be real if you've had a long day it's gonna do the trick that's what a glass of wine does it stimulates the palate helps you relax um however the 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 difference in that two to two and a half percent is like syrup it's Mm -hmm. like cough syrup Mm um and and a lot of people really just want to be able to have a glass and not get like that really strong uh you know gelatinous knees yeah loosey-goosey feeling and so it's it's appropriate it's like drinking appropriate glass did wine. you say gelatinous i said gelatinous we are killing it we've got kerfuffle for clamped gelatinous <laughs>
0: let's keep a running tap i need a oat here we go here we go <laughs> uh do pour a glass visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic sparkling if you would like to get in this is the last week You have, I think, until just the middle of next week. So like you've just got like a couple days left to get your special bubbly order in for three or six bottles of their fabulous sparkling wines. Sparkling wines are one of those things that I feel like they don't really stock well at all. Some stores like Costco, they do an okay job. I've actually even seen sometimes a few of the bottles that you see at dry farms, but very, very rarely, but sparkling wines forget it like these do not see the light of day in the store anywhere and so it really is such a wonderful thing to source to have for those special occasions when you want to drink something a little extra special and dry farms is going to throw in a beautiful little stopper a little branded dry farm stopper with that order so make sure you use that link so that you get that dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic sparkling
1: that's a great idea for the rest of summer, like stock up. Yeah. Because next week is my birthday and you're going to need some bubbly.
0: Yeah. And picnics and hot dog days of August. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of, I'm going to put in an order really fast for a glass of something. Oh. Can you I was like, you're calling Dry Farm right now? <laughs> wow. Bring me a glass of something <laughs> and some cheese because I'm hungry. Not scrambled eggs, but cheese. I'm sorry, patrons, you're going to have Cheese does the trick cuz it's fat and protein. Like instantly, it's so dense mm-hmm. that when you're hangry, it does the trick. Um Are we talking about beauty today? Well, that know. Key- Okay. Well, we were originally going to talk about cult kind of just cultivating beauty because I mm-hmm. think Homemakers need to be reminded that that has value and that it impacts yeah. the people around you because I'm telling you it's really easy to let it go to the dogs. Um let me give you a personal example of where I have failed completely. Shall I? Pray tell. <laughs> I am really working on getting my life back on track <laughs> just in terms of summer is looser. It's more relaxed. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be as scheduled as you are during the school year. And I'm already feeling that like, hey, you got to get your sea legs underneath you before you need to have, you need to get everybody else's, right? Like Mm -hmm. mom needs to be locked out. Well, one of the things that I've let completely slide over the summer is my children's bedrooms. If you're a longtime Homemaker Chic listener, I know you're shocked. (laughs) You're shocked right now. You're like, "Oh, Shay failed at that again." Yes, they did. Um it was the combination of you know, just them having lots of arts and crafts cuz that's what they do. We're on a no screen like a uh, fast right now. Screens they work well for some kids. They make my kids pretty dang rotten. And yeah. so sometimes we just completely pull the plug. So lots of puzzles, lots of crocheting, lots of Lincoln logs, lots of Legos, lots of Play-Doh, like all the horrible messy things. <clears throat> <laughs> and you can imagine what ensued from that.
1: Uh, yeah, it's – I'm sorry. I'm going to keep messing with my lighting because it just – now it's like mine looks like two. it's 9 o'clock outside. <laughs> no, um, mine's like mine is like extra light right now mine my. I just noticed last like they did they were doing really good they okay. were just clean every time I'd go up oh my goodness I'm so proud of you guys well sure enough I've been busy the last five days and I went up last night with eyes to see not just walking through or whatever yeah. you know and it's a lot of times it's really easy for mine to be out of sight out of mind because they're oh, yeah. third floor I don't go to them until I'm like tucking them in it's not like I'm going upstairs you know Uh wow uh, yeah, we have some work to do. Yeah, well, that's and the thing. It's, it's just like,
0: kind of like the perimeter. Do you have the perimeter problem? That's exactly what it is. I was gonna it's say the they perimeter. clean their rooms every day. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm not just like throwing caution to the wind here. No, they they clean their rooms every day, but that's different than like sweeping the perimeter. What I do, I literally get a broom. I pile everything into the center of the room so do i when i the go broom. under the bed i sweep mm-hmm. i go under the dresser i go in the closet i pull everything off the beds and just make a gigantic pile uh-huh but um so yeah it was the pulling out process we're like oh that's nice oh a banana peel oh a dead mouse oh no. i don't even know what <laughs> right. a dead mouse oh really? yeah this come time on. come on mm. oh yeah anyway what happened when I took care of said issue? I finished it right before we sat down. Clean sheets. And I just Ooh. put it on my schedule every week. And I was like, you know, we've done this before. This is my routine. One day a week, I do the girls' room. Washed sheets. Sweep the perimeter. Do it mom to mom standard. The mm-hmm. rest of the week is on them. Once a week, I do the boys' room. Same same deal. Clean sheets. Um. And everybody was in there. They were like, oh, this place is pretty now. This place feels good. This place feels fresh. It feels tended to. The diffuser's going. The windows are open. I can smell Mm -hmm. the clean laundry. Like, oh, this is where I want to be now and mess up. But this is where I want to be now. And it just got me thinking, like, dang it. Anyway, if the homemaker's job isn't just that. Like, don't we well, want our people to want to be there? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I think oh, that it's uh, creating a Thank beautiful, you. clean, fresh—you know—it's—it's it's creating environment, right, for ourselves and for other people, for the family and for guests. Um, I'm selfishly really big on doing it for myself because, sure, because then I, I stay pleasant. <laughs> like why why would i want to work in a miserable unappealing environment
0: mhm yeah do you think that all homemakers uh are wired that way cuz certainly no. not all people are wired that way no i don't think so i don't
1: um and i don't i would never want to sound like dogmatic like i think they should be everybody sees everybody sees their world through their own goggles you know, they see their own home through their own glasses. And th- I know there are personality types that that see the laundry. The laundry doesn't offend them. They see the, you know, the counter that needs to be wiped off. And they're like, yeah, that's okay. You know, and it's – some of those people, um, there's, you know, just like in any personality style, there's like good parts of that and bad parts of it. I think there's one aspect of that personality that is – uh, maybe spends more time with their children than I do because I'm cleaning or doing something, you know, and then there's other another side of that personality or another type like that that might just be lazy and might just not want to fold the laundry, you know. So it's just kind of like we all have different personalities. We all see our homes in a different way. I like my home clean and tidy and managed. Uh, it's Fresh. not perfect by any... Sorry? Fresh. Fresh, yeah. It's not perfect by any means because, because we're remodeling and there's so many of us and whatever, but um, it gives my brain peace. Yeah. You know, and then I can look around and I'm not um, like, oh, you need to do that. Oh, you need to do You know, I'm an achiever. I like to accomplish things. And so when when things are orderly, I feel taken off the hook. Totally. Is that – Oh, yeah. Do feel that?
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. What mm-hmm. I wonder, because – I'm wired very much the same. So I have a hard time getting into somebody else's brain. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of curious if people who don't sort of cultivate that beauty in their home, like the ones that are fine with, you know, let's say laundry being, Mm -hmm. I don't know, on the kitchen table for three days or whatever, like, or who don't feel that need to wipe off the counter or don't Mm -hmm. feel that need to, to add that beauty element to things. um, Is it, sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way where it, they don't really feel good in their space. Therefore, why would I put effort into – it's like exercise. Like I don't have the energy to work out, but I don't have energy because I don't work out. Is that – do you no. think kind of how it cycles for
1: them? No, I, I don't know. I, that that feels too rigid for me um, I because I can think of people I know who have a very cozy house. They have books and they have puzzles in the corner and blankets on, draped over the couch and it's a – a very homey atmosphere, but cleaning is just not their thing. They would rather read a book. Mm. You know? Okay. Um, okay. It doesn't make sure. it, their home isn't less inviting but when I go to the bathroom I see the laundry pile on the floor. Kind of a thing. Okay. You know? Yeah. So it yeah. takes I mean I mean takes all kinds. Thing. Yeah, it, exactly. And, We're so all unique homemakers as we should be. The the really uh crazy thing I think I mean, about you and I is, like, of all the people, like, we found each other. We're, you know, we're different,
0: but we're very similar as far mm-hmm. as that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, I I feel like I we both keep our house in a very specific way. But for the new homemaker, like, there is also this process of figuring out what that is. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you like to keep your house? And then there's that line of, okay, well, this is what I like and or maybe even here's what my strengths are and here's where maybe I'm just being sinful or lazy about something, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So maybe I don't like to clean, but guess what? Still kind of got to. Like, you still mm-hmm. got to wash your dishes, you know? Uh, did you ever watch Parks and Recreation? <clears throat> okay. Well, April and Andy get married. They're a really young couple. They get married and they just live like absolute slobs. Because uh-huh. they just, you know, they're like, this is just how we're going to live. And we don't, like, there's no dishes. There's just garbage everywhere. Uh, I would venture so far as to say, like, that's no bueno. That's no good for you. And that's no good for the people living in your house. So, yeah. again, stay between the ditches. Just stay right? between the ditches. It does not have to be perfect. No. But as a homemaker you also kind of have to rally. I can't tell you how many times I sit down, I eat my dinner, I have my glass of dry farms, I'm just happy that the day is over. I'm absolutely exhausted. Yeah, And I know that I'm not done yet. And I still have like two hours before I take my makeup off and the night is done.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's bloody hard every single night. I have to, like, push through that. So there's also that just growth process. The
1: Yeah. So as a young homemaker, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. It's either going to be totally dark or I'm going to look <laughs>
0: – Well, pretend like I'm like not eating a cracker, surf, crackers. A okay? spotlight
1: on me. It's gross. Talk. Sorry, patrons. Um, as a young homemaker, I was not good. I mean, oh. like, I think of – what my laundry room looked like and what my closet looked like and just dishes I'd leave on the counter all weekend. It's shocking, like, I don't know what pulled me out of that. Probably becoming a mom and seeing like the whole, like realizing I need to choose my heart. Like I need some pockets of sanity and I guess it's up to me to create those. Um, oh, I don't know where I was going with that. Rats. You said something. And I was going to start with that and finish with something else.
0: I Shoot. Don't I don't know. There's remember. enough time for me to finish my cracker, though, so okay. thank you for that. You're welcome.
1: Mm-hmm. Got to get some calories. Uh, you know, as and as far as creating beauty, I mean, okay, so what are we going to do? We're going to talk about beauty. We're going to talk about cleaning a house. We're going to talk about how cleaning a house makes things feel beautiful. I Where do we want to go? Um, and I'm, I'm fine with figuring it out while we talk. It's interesting to me. Um, I read something today, you know, in in thinking about talking about beauty that what what we deem beautiful is influenced by
0: our values. So, sure. for me, in the Ooh. home, as a home, you should t- you should tell them about the Megan and Harry thing about the award, because to me, that really ties in to what you think oh, is beautiful. It really home. does. Yeah, do it. But now I lost my thought shape. Sorry, Damn sorry, you. sorry.
1: Sorry. <laughs> um, what we deem is beautiful is beautiful as a reflection of our values. So I got to a point in my life where I valued discipline. Like I realized, oh, you have the potential to be a slob, an unorganized slob, or you have the potential to grow in discipline and learn to be on point and learn to be organized and. These character traits, you know, I told you I come from like a big family of homemakers. These things that you see in these women that you admire so much, they do those things intentional. It's not that their life is easier. It's not they intentionally go to bed with a clean kitchen. They intentionally lay the laundry flat if they know they're not going to get right to folding it. They intentionally clean out their fridge once a week. Uh,
0: See, that is like... Ugh. So that that's, that's the good where news I... and the bad news.
1: It's right, both. but that that became when I realized. Well, if I value those things, I will do them right, and and thus and then I deem that beautiful. <laughs> what right. we deem beautiful is a reflection of our values, you know, and it can come as simple as yep. keeping your fridge tidy, which mine looks like. What well, that's really bad. <laughs>
0: I, I <laughs> right now, my. <sighs> you go through periods where that's just kind of how it is, and then I, at yeah. least this is the way I am. And then I go through periods where I'm like, "Stop it, yeah! Stop playing the victim of your family, of your schedule, of whatever it is. Stop it. It's mm-hmm. it's unbecoming." And this was a huge part of me. I'm going to show this, you guys, patrons who are watching. Uh, okay, I, stayed up, piece paper. I stayed Go up ahead, really talk. late the other night on this exact issue, Angela, because here's what I got tired of. Um, I got tired of the mental exhaustion that women play with themselves while they're home. For example, I need to clean my fridge. Oh, I need to pull meat out for Tuesday's dinner. Oh, I need to move the laundry. Oh, I need to sweep under the kids' bed. Oh, I need to make sure that I pay this bill. Name it. Could be 50 million different things. Uh The problem is they're just going around in your head and you're not actually doing them. And then you forget and then you beat yourself up and it's this really horrible guilt cycle. So when you get to the stage where you're like, you know, what, I want to be on point with this, whether it's cleaning or whether it's maybe growth in an area Mm -hmm. such as cultivating beauty or doing laundry better or whatever, whatever it is. Um... It's amazing what can be accomplished with just good habits and set intentions and saying, if this is what I value, mm-hmm. then this is what I'm going to do. Right.
1: And that's, yeah, that's what I was saying with my own journey. Like I realized, okay, these things are what I value. So like put your money where your mouth is. put your money do where your mouth is. Yeah.
0: put your money where Stop. your mouth is. So what yeah. I what I did, this is a lot for my work, so it's not totally relevant. but green is personal. Mm-hmm and then yellow Mm -hmm. is work. And some of these tasks take longer than others, but I just made myself like a, hey, like, you don't get to bitch about it. You got to do these things on the list. So what it it took was just sitting down and saying, okay, what are the things personally that I need to do every week and every month? Such as I need to clean out the fridge every week. I need Mm -hmm. to change the sheets on the kids' bed once a week. I need to just make sure that we've got everything that we need from the grocery store, or I need to make sure that this order is placed, or these bills are paid, or Mm -hmm. again, fill in the blank. And that took the most time, was actually writing down, these are the things that I value, these are the things that I want Mm -hmm. in my home. And maybe we should talk about what some of those things should be. Uh, For me, like having dinner (laughs) and not being a martyr about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm somehow surprised that it's 5 o'clock and people are asking what we're having and I'm biting their heads off because I didn't walk up to the freezer to pull the hamburger out. Mm -hmm. The Elliott Homestead Cooking Community is a sponsor of Homemaker Chic Podcast because frankly, homemakers have to cook. This is for home cooks out there who would love some new inspiration, ideas, and motivation in the kitchen. Each month, you'll get five new recipes shipped to your door or to your inbox, whichever you prefer recipes will range from entrees to side dishes to desserts to sourdough breads and everything in between i'll also guide you through the month's recipes with a long in-depth cooking video showing you new skills and encouraging you as you give these recipes a try in your own kitchen and lastly you'll be invited into our exclusive community of like-minded home cooks where you can ask questions share your successes and gain inspiration from women just like you The Elliott Homestead cooking community is here to inspire and nourish your family with whole food recipes, price-conscious recipes, from-scratch recipes that are designed to enjoy. We're going to teach you to bake. We're going to teach you to use sourdough. We're going to teach you to ferment things and to try new ingredients. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to join as a member today. Angela and I get asked about our skincare routine a lot. The secret is Tubes & Co. Tubes & Co. is your one-stop shop for all things natural and organic that are free from GMOs, toxins, fillers, any artificial colors or fragrances, or synthetic chemicals. This is a company created by our friend Emily who has taken quality ingredients to an entirely new level. Whether you're looking for tallow bombs, deodorant, shampoo, soap, foundation, lipstick, skin tonics, eyeshadows, so much more, this is where you need to head. Emily dreams of women using her skincare with confidence, knowing that it is pure. I want you to go and try the Frankincense Tallow Balm and feel that whipped, silky pleasure. Or try the Red Wine Lipstick and enjoy feeling dressed up. The Charcoal ball is amazing for cleaning skin and removing the day's makeup. And of course, make sure you try the Glow Serum, formulated from Virgin Unrefined Oils, which has raving 5-star reviews. Visit tubesandco.com to stock your bathroom and makeup case with these pure, beautiful products and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER for 10% off.
1: But now you, did, you just said something that is like really interesting, like when, if we're talking about beauty within the home and uh, self-discipline in, within the home, you said like the words should be. Okay? okay. So I'm going to like go on some thin ice here and I'm going to say we are we are stepping in more and more as a culture to like where we don't use words like should. Okay? This so this idea of beauty on the whole, okay? From yeah. from women's sizes to whatever, it's becoming more inclusive. Obviously, we see that happening. Uh that's that's really great, and that's probably really bad. You know, two things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, in it – like within the home and within – we're talking about the homemaker and self-discipline, in in like beauty be, or things becoming more inclusive, like we're not just calling things what they are. So like you said, the way it should be, okay?
0: What was if I you're talking gonna, about? I don't remember
1: you said the way things should be in the home, like in your, with what you're doing, like cleaning your fridge and.
0: Oh, yeah. But that's um, subjective to me. Right. Right. What I think should but, be. But, a-
1: okay. But there was a time where we would all agree, probably, I don't know, maybe Ma Ingalls, did Ma Ingalls and all her church ladies agree that being a filthy homemaker was a. A no-no? Like, it shouldn't
0: be? I mean, yeah, we would have to dig up somebody who knew what they were talking about if we it's were just, to make that assessment. But yeah, right. I mean, I think generally speaking, yeah, so, these are traits like, that we value in homemakers. We don't
1: generally speak anything anymore. Yeah. So there's well, that's, very few, like, valued traits that we all agree on. And I just think that that creeps into homemaking.
0: That's all. Mm-hmm. 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 No, I, I agree. I agree. Um you know I think that, generally speaking, there there are you're painting with broad brushes and broad strokes. Mm-hmm. Fine. You're allowed to do that. Do people mm-hmm. should people live in squ- squalor? Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. No. No, they shouldn't. Now, would do some people want to and do some people like that? Yeah, they do, obviously. Mm-hmm. Is that good for them? No, it's not. that's it (laughs) that's the truth (laughs) (laughs) truth bomb for you right um and so yeah i think you you got to be honest with yourself when you're assessing and i have to check myself Uh all the time to say like is this what's good for you is this what's good for the people in your home your community the people around you the people you're bringing into your home Mm -hmm. or is it not
1: and that's, you know, that's what I mean by like, about not getting dogmatic about it. And, but, but being very self-analyzing, like is, mm-hmm. if if this is you 20 years from now, do you still want to be, if, if the crumbs on the counter are bothering you, do you still want to still have mm-hmm. crumbs on the counter? Like mm-hmm. at some point you have to make change. I just know like I, yeah. not a perfect homemaker by any stretch of the means my, like I was saying about my refrigerator, it's clean for two weeks and then it's a disaster for a week and then it's clean for two weeks and then it's a disaster for weeks. But you, you have to look, um, and we talk about choosing your heart. You just have to like take ownership.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. And I think just put your head down, think less about what other people are doing. Think less about mm-hmm. how your, um, maybe habits that your friends have or uh, even how they keep their home. You can pull some of that if that's uh-huh. inspiring to you, but put your head down and mind your own business well. And, and um, actually before I started working out, I, I can't even remember where I saw this, but somebody was just, they were talking about how hard it was for them to do something. And then they were basically like, you know, one of those cheesy quotes of like, if nothing ever changes, then nothing ever changes. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, if nothing ever changes, like I'm just gonna physically hurt more and more and more from this work I'm doing. That's it. Unless mm-hmm. something changes, well, what are the variables that can change?
1: Oh, you mean uh the wear on your body, being a homesteader, totally until like, so you needed to work out and get strong. I gotcha.
0: It was for like lifting, like animal Mm -hmm. bags of grain. Or like we had to move a cow today. Or like Mm -hmm. I threw my back out one time lifting up a sheep and having to throw it on the trailer or squatting down and harvesting onions. I mean, you name Mm -hmm. it. I Mm -hmm. I live a very physical existence. And it was like either you're going to continue on this path or something is going to have to be different. And again, we've hit on these so many times, but I always have to remind myself of them, so I'm going to assume that our listeners need to be reminded of them too. Um, it's not the flashy, I'm going to change my life moments. It's the, Mm-mm. I'm just going to have to show up every day. And that's why I made myself this list. So I have a monthly list and a weekly list that I work from. And I don't have to play any mental gymnastics with myself. It's just, hey, it's Monday. Here are the ways that you have to show up to keep your house on track. Does that always go perfectly? No. But it generally, I would say 85% better when you're just like, I'm not angry that I have to do two loads of laundry because I know if I do two loads of laundry every day, it's going to keep me from doing 12 loads on Saturday. You know, or yeah. I mean, again, this is applied a thousand different ways, but I went to go work out yesterday with Rochelle. Mm-hmm. I did not want to go all and which is actually the first time that that's happened but i was just physically hormonally like at this place where i'm like i want to be cozy and comfortable and snuggled and i don't want to be a beast right now (laughs) which is what she makes me have to do um anyway so i was talking to her about this in this process and she said on average people get one good workout in every 10 one good workout where you're just like yes, like Mm -hmm. I could crush this. Um, And then the Mm -hmm. other nine are like, man, I don't really want to show up. Yeah. And so that was really encouraging to me that there's not something wrong with you Mm -hmm. when those nine out of 10 times, you don't want to unload the dishwasher. (laughs) You don't want to clean out the fridge. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with you. That doesn't mean that you don't have that strength or that skill. It just means that's the grind. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and how do we rescue that? We change our attitude. The grind mm-hmm. stays the same, period. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, we had a request to touch on this um, on our fangirl call because what you're talking about, the homemaker is a beast. Okay. <laughs> She's amazing, or he. I know we have some guys that listen to the show, some single dads, some widowers. Uh, They're amazing. They show up. They do the work. I think sometimes during the day, and I, God, forgive me. I don't mean it like in a self-congratulatory way, but there are times during the day where I'm like, you know what? Good for you because no one else was going to do this. Mm -hmm. Whatever you just picked up, whatever toilet seat you just, you know, that lint at the back of the toilet behind the seat that like just appears every 24 hours, you just took a little toilet paper and you wiped it up. Good job. You know, we've um, we have a full time moms that listen. We have full time working mom, working moms that work full time, Mm -hmm. stay at home moms. You know, all the all of the above. Um, But we've been asked to talk a little bit about you know showing up and no cookie.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean. Yeah. You and I can't we can cheerlead and encourage and stuff all we want and and use our microphones to say good for you for showing up, but it's yeah there's there's a lot of it that is just a thankless job mm-hmm. um and well, I think we're amazing for doing it, quite frankly, yeah um again, and, uh a nobil you know there is a nobility in doing what needs to get done when no one's looking and no one cares, don't you think?
0: It's oh yeah noble. no I completely I completely agree. Um it makes me think of when Michelangelo was doing the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. I this probably actually didn't happen but it's Let's say that it did. It did happen. Let's just pretend like it did happen. This is the story, how it goes. Okay. So he's painting like this super far corner of the Sistine Chapel, and he's just taking his time and doing his thing. And somebody was like, hey, if you could like, like, nobody's going to see this part. Like, it's not the part. It's like, we're way off in the corner, and this is unimportant, and you need to hustle. And he was just like, God, will see this. Which is where then I would go to if you don't have the type of worldview that can make sense of work when, A, it's not appreciated, especially Mm -hmm. by culture, but let's say maybe even within people in your home. Home. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in my worldview (laughs) – oh we time never know a how to worldview <laughs> <Is that laughs> it's time doing? for a new worldview you're dang right it's time for a- yeah or if you're in a culture where people are saying ew you're staying home with your kids ew you want to work from home ew like why would you want to bake bread from ew. scratch david. ew david yeah. why would you do that right um get new get a new community get new friends yeah i'm serious
1: oh no you don't need like, that kind of negativity. Are, <laughs> you don't <laughs> need that kind of negativity. There are other groups of people. I mean, there's we have all sorts of subcultures in our world that do seek out affirming uh-huh. people, you know, like-minded. Uh-huh. So yeah. Um funny story, really quick. Maybe I said this before. I I don't know. My cousin went to the Sistine Chapel. Okay. Okay. She forgot to look up. <laughs>
0: She went in the Sistine Chapel on a field trip, never looked up. Okay, that reminds me of a print that I actually have hanging in my office. I love Norman Rockwell because he reminds Mm -hmm. me of my grandpa because my grandpa loved Norman Rockwell. And he had Norman Rockwell everything. Um, I need some water. uh, There's a really great painting that he does. And it's a beautiful cathedral, stained glass, and all these people in their gray. They look like – it looks like an English – street everyone's in gray and everyone's heads are down and they're all looking at a Rockwell papers
1: in a cathedral
0: yeah so that's a okay. sidewalk of people everybody's sad looking at their newspapers behind them is a cathedral beautiful cathedral and it just says like there's a little sign above the cathedral door that says lift up thine eyes mm. and i love that because it's such mm-hmm. a reminder of like Oh, everything's so dreary. Oh, everything sucks. My life is hard. It's raining. Bad news in the newspaper. All these people on the sidewalk being grouchy. Lift up your eyes, kid. You're not meant to be looking at the newspaper, at your feet shuffling down the sidewalk. You're meant to be looking to glory. And that is going to give you what you need when the people around you don't see value in it. And you know what? Mm -hmm. Our culture is garbage. I'm going (laughs) to... And it's mm-hmm. backwards anyway. So, what I was mentioning before. Oh, uh, okay. Do it. Yeah. I, uh,
1: <laughs> so my children read the Babylon Bee. That is their news source. Satire of choice. <laughs> satire of choice. Make satire great again. Uh, I'm telling you what, if you need a good laugh, <laughs> that's a great place to start. Um, and they read me a headline yesterday, day before yesterday <laughs> that I thought was from the Babylon Bee. I just was like, oh, is that the bee again? Is that today's bee's headlines? They're like, uh, no, this is a real one. And my favorite royals. No, I'm not kidding. She's I'm using kidding. air I'm, quotes I'm, if you're not I'm watching. <laughs> they're not royals, and they're not my favorite. Uh, Megan and Harry were given an award by some environmental group in the UK, I believe, um, for committing to just having two children. And darned if that didn't trigger mom at the dinner table. I just was so grieved and infuriated and annoyed. And I could have just really done well without that little tidbit of information. Mm -hmm. And it was just, um, you know, sometimes things are so shocking, they're not shocking at all. And so that's what category this fell under. At first, I was like, what? I'm like, well, 30 second, calm down. Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. of course they were. Mm -hmm. And of course, they would say that. And of course, they were given like money. I think it was like a monetary. Yeah. I believe it was like some piddly amount monetary award. And I just got all, you know, scrappy, like, maybe they should move out of their $14 million house because their carbon footprint. 1 month is probably bigger than my whole family's lifetime, you know, just I just was like, well, and oh that's my the gosh. Thing. You have
0: <laughs> you a- have to see it for what it is. You have yeah. to see something like that for what it is, which is absolute trash. It is. If you need to hear this, moms, your children <laughs> right? have value, eternal value. More than 600 pounds. It was More 600, than 600 pounds, pounds or something pounds. like that. More than a $14 million house, more than any accolades that you could possibly get for being environmentally responsible, which is, again, complete trash. Because I could have one kid or no kids and live in a way, just as you Mm -hmm. said, that that did way more destruction, using air quotes again, Mm -hmm. than me living on my farm with my children. That's garbage. Our culture has a garbage attitude towards children in general. Um, it's disgusting and you just got to learn to see it so that you don't feel, you're not taken back by it. You're not shocked by it. You're like, oh, well, here's what God says about children, that they're a heritage, that they're a blessing, that they're like quivers in your bow, that they have eternal value, souls that can never die, made and formed individually in in his image. image. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what God says about who children are. What does culture then say? Like I'm not surprised when culture's like, yeah, they're gonna suck all your resources. There's gonna be a drain on society. You know, they're contributing to all these problems. No, they're not. They're not. It's disgusting. And and culture does the same thing with homemaking. You know, yeah, for sure. Uh, Elena from the UK. Wait, I, mean, I was
1: just gonna say Elena is a great example. Yeah, we need to have her back.
0: Yeah, like oh, you have a successful career. Why, why would, would you, you ever do that? Why would you do that? Gross. Uh, not gross, mom. Hold your head high. And if people around you are dogging you, get new friends. Be bold. I'm serious. Because this is a long haul. It's a lifestyle. So right. it's okay to be aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. Sorry for being so aggressive. No, no. I,
1: I'm choosing my – I'm being very <laughs> – <laughs> mm, i'm being very podcasty here i was ticked and you know i know you can say it shouldn't be a shock but it's so asinine <laughs> it was a shock it was just i just thought like that is mm-hmm. by far the stupidest thing i have heard all month it's i just, just so it was a shock <laughs> yeah it's... And, and then what and, and then yeah and then, oh, and then the follow-up was that if they, if, you know, I guess if she gets accidentally pregnant or they change their mind, the agency or this is going to be, you know, slightly disappointed, but they'll understand or something, they, something to that effect. That like, actually a little... makes me really mad. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, yeah, it really bothered me. I'm like, I'm so glad that you're so young and you've got it all figured out. You know what you're going to want in 10 years. What if that woman, Megan, It gets this yearning in her heart for another baby in 10 years. And her maternal instincts just skyrocket when she hits menopause and she can't take it. Which are not a bad
0: thing, by the way. I was just going to say, then she's
1: less of a, just stupid, self-righteous, stupid. I can't. mm.
0: (laughs) 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 I secretly wish sometimes this is also my greatest fear is that somehow one of our actual phone conversations <laughs> gets released into the world. <laughs> but also I kind of secretly hope that it does. Just so. <laughs> canceled. <Yeah. No. laughs>
1: exactly. Oh. Um uh, you were you said something I was going to uh run with, but I don't remember what it was. Oh well um about the long haul. Like as you know, yeah. as far as you know, this is if there are if there are ways in your homemaking that you don't love, uh, you probably have decades ahead of you. So, if you're in it for the long haul, yeah, go ahead and be brave and make those changes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make a little org chart mm-hmm. like Shays, or like do something because that is a long time to be frustrated with something or dissatisfied or um. Yep in an environment that doesn't speak to you and i know we talk about like beauty and uh uh, the aroma of the home and our environment you know being pleasing and speaking to us i heard that and um i know not everybody speaks that way that's not even the way they think Uh, but i know everyone also has uh, an ability to appreciate beauty and I think sometimes it takes a certain slowing down or a certain exposure to things to realize that you're craving beauty. Uh, I'll use this as an example. My sister is a decade younger than I am, and I'm always telling her what to do. Sorry, Chels. am always telling her what to do. The poor thing. It's got to be really annoying. <laughs> um, but... Uh, uh, the the joke is, a long time ago, a long time ago, I was told her, you should watch Alias. It's a great show. This woman's, like, kicking everybody's bleep, and it's really fun. And if I wasn't a podcast host, I would be a spy, and so I really <laughs> like that show. And uh, I don't want to watch it. No, 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 You know, she didn't want to watch it. And then she finally did, and she called me. She's like, mm, my bad. You were right. I love this show. So that's kind of always my reference. Like, it could be an Alias moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm right and
0: maybe I'm right. Mm-hmm.
1: But it <laughs> so, just takes time,
0: uh, don't you think? Like it it hits people yeah. at different times.
1: But so I've been bugging her for as long as I can remember to watch Downton Abbey. So the Anglophile aspect of my interests are not hers. She's not a Princess Diana person. She's not. A, she doesn't know really anything about the royal family, you know, besides just what we all kind of know through osmosis. Um, history, you know, she's lear- She's learning now, being a homeschool mom, she'll call me, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm learning right along with my kids. This is so cool. But that sort of like passion and understanding of the culture, Jane Austen, whatever, all of that historical aspect, not her vibe. Why would I watch that? It's not really my thing. Mm-hmm. So we had this conversation again, she was up here for a visit. I said, you know what, Chels? Um, I'm just going to try to like tell you like one more time, you should really watch this show. Like I know you, you should watch this show. Well, tell me, give me one good reason. And I'm sorry, Chelsea, if I'm paraphrasing or'm saying it wrong. Uh, I said, well, you and I are always talking about beauty and about like seeking out beauty and wanting to be surrounded by it, surrounded by it and craving it, and this yearning for propriety that we don't see in our culture anymore. And when you can be exposed to that, I think you should take it and run with it. And that's what Downton Abbey did for me. It exposed mm-hmm. me to manners and and society. And it's like not a threat. I'm not threatened by it. We're not going to like harken back to some weird rules or anything like that. You know, it's just, it's an exposure to it. Shows you a way of life that we don't have anymore. But you can like extrapolate, oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. I like maybe looking a little bit more presentable for dinner. I like this. I like addressing a person this way. I like this. You can pull things from it. So my point was to her is like, when you can have that exposure, you need to take it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? She's binging this week. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I said, the Dowager Countess is so scrappy, you're just going to love her. <laughs> you're just going to want to keep like a Dowager Countess one-liner journal. She's fabulous. <laughs> so sure enough, she was blowing up my phone the other night. I love it. It's an alias moment. You were right.
0: Oh, see. And there's a lot of those as homemakers, which I think is uh-huh. a good reminder to stay in a posture of learning, in a posture of growing in wisdom and being adaptable. Because like you said, it's a lo- that's a long time to be miserable.
1: Mm-hmm. Or just even mildly dissatisfied, or just annoyed with yourself, or yep. like, oh, I let the laundry go rotten again. Uh. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I keep, you
0: know, we keep using laundry as a reference. Obviously, the palette is much bigger. Take than your that. Pit. <laughs> Yeah, I've rotted them all. All the different aspects. <laughs> I and that's that's exactly what this sort of uh, new chart came from. Was just a general like I'm kind of being rotten, mm. and I'm expecting my kids to act like they're sixty year old you know, aristocrats. And that's Mm. how they should behave. They should sit there with their legs crossed and their hands folded in complete silence and only speak when spoken to and never be hungry and just thank you very much. Right. Um, That's not reality. It's just not reality. And so they're going to grow alongside me, of course. That's a huge part of my homemaking is correcting my children, training them in the way that they should go. yeah. It's a huge part of it, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: um, there's a joyful way to do that and there's a miserable way to do that. And again, it's so cliche to say, but truly, the only one whose attitude you can actually change is yourself. Yeah. The blessing of being a homemaker is that through your actions, through that cultivating beauty aspect of things, you are able to influence, as we say, the aroma of your home. Like when I cleaned the boys' room, all of a sudden they went from crying because they were supposed to clean their room and they were so Mm -hmm. overwhelmed to like, oh, yeah, this feels really nice. You're right. Okay. Well, the difference was a mom with a joyful heart who Mm -hmm. had it on her schedule, had pieced apart special time to take care of what they're not able to take care of quite by themselves yet. Mm -hmm. Like it's not that complicated, but dang it if it isn't hard to show up every day. Right. But like you just
1: said, don't underestimate your influential capabilities either. Uh, mm-hmm. we have a listener who joins us on the fangirl call and she she's influenced her family. She, you know, she started listening to the mm-hmm. show and, you know, when COVID hit last year and she was home, she's like, hmm, I'm gonna get out the cloth napkins and hmm. I don't think we're all gonna eat in front of our respective screens tonight. I think we're gonna sit down together and use the china and her teenage children were like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. It's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I believe after a few months, like everybody's come around. And how how great even for her teens to see mom grow and try new things and be intentional and uh, expose them to that. And don't underestimate. It, it can feel like you're and not even feel. It's probably like you're fighting an uphill battle, but it's a good battle.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a noble battle. hmm yeah, we had a th- kind of throwdown with one of our children, who shall remain nameless, uh, uh, who was just lamenting about having to live on a farm and having to be homeschooled, like you name it, you know, which mm-hmm. just just where the heart was at right in that moment. And uh, I was trying to explain that. I know that you see it that way now, but that won't always be true.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: a lot of times... Our truths and our our reality and our perception of things it shifts and it changes. It should if we're growing goodness, as a person. Right? Yeah, praise God mm-hmm. for that. Praise God for mm-hmm. the act of sanctification. Um, but you know, I then I secretly went and like hid in my bathroom and prayed, just like Lord, please do put it on their heart that um that they will look back on these times and think, Mom was there. You know what? And again, whatever that looks like for your family, whether it may be your husband's home, maybe you're not married, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be there cultivating this, whether they love it or don't love it or want to live in this house or want to have their own room or want to do our morning time one more time. I mean, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be doing this. And I'd like to hope that when they look back on this time. And I think you've kind of run into this with some of your older kids where they mm-hmm. they do look back and they say, "Oh yeah, thanks for doing that." Mm-hmm. Thanks for doing that. Um which encourages me. <laughs> Poor Angela, she has to go through everything for the first. Oh my gosh. Thank you for yep. that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> my friend Jody has the oldest child in our church right now and we're all just staring mm-hmm. at her like, "Hey, help us out, girl." What's next? What's coming? <laughs> oh, my god You're the guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The poor thing. <laughs> the poor thing. Well. I
1: think that was good. That was a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of all over the
0: place, but so it's Mildly goes. cohesive. Mildly cohesive. We had great words. Yeah. Next week, well, maybe we'll do like one of those listy ones that we do sometimes. Like five- We're probably not going to do it. I don't know. See? (laughs) It's just not the type of podcast that we are. We try sometimes. Maybe we will.
1: Sometimes we do. I don't know. But, you know, kind of like today, like, I don't really want to present myself as having all the answers. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we did like 10 steps for laundry. That was pretty safe ground. Okay. Can't really
0: mess that one up. Yeah. Oh no! Today was one of those days. I think I've had to ask for forgiveness from every person in this house today. I'm gonna blame mm-hmm. it on the heat, but I know it's sin. But I'm gonna blame it on the heat. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Stu and I were up in the hay barn. It's our barn is so bad right now. Like it's all so bad, so weedy, so messy because it's been very hot and. Mm-hmm. Like, if I go out to work, I go into the gardens. I don't go up to the hay barn to pick up twine and feed bags and organize garbage bins. And That's just it. My coop, I shouldn't be allowed to have chickens. <laughs> they should just
1: come and take them away from me at this point. But I, there's there's gardening to do. What am I going to go in the chicken coop with a hazmat suit on? Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: Well, speaking of expanding your... Uh- Responsibilities, I've I've sort of had to come to realize that the barn is going to have to come under my veil of management. Mm. Because I was like, no, that's man territory. I don't want to do that. It needs a lady's touch. Let's just say that.
1: Like my basement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. righty There you go. Well,
1: thanks so much for joining us today. We appreciate the time that you spend with us every Monday and Thursday. Join us tomorrow for Ultra Feminine Friday over on Instagram. If you're not following us there, you can follow us at Homemaker Chic Podcast. And our favorite hashtag to use is hashtag Ultra Feminine Friday. So on Friday, tomorrow, show us what's making you feel pretty, what you think is beautiful, whether you're cleaning out the chicken coop or going out on a hot date. Mm-hmm. Be sure to show some love to our sponsors Don't forget to get your Dry Farm sparkling order in Mm -hmm. dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Homemaker chic. Homemaker chic. Sparkling. And um, we will see you over here on Monday. Maybe we'll have a list for you. List episode. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. We'll see. We'll see. All right. See
0: you guys Monday. Cheers. Cheers.